0: Contradication is liberation! Contradiction is truth! Those are the facts of this world! And you will all surrender to them! You pigs in human clothing! Contributing to the death of the MSM, broadcasting from my bunker in the Blue Ridge Mountains, this is Dean Ludwig. And with me as always, this is Scott Dunlop reporting from an abandoned missile silo in
1: Lucanbach, Texas. And I am here to talk with you folks.
0: <laughs> How you doing today, Scott?
1: I'm pretty good. I can't make I can't believe it. We made it to episode seven.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, because they say you have to do at least five to become an actual podcast. Most people give up before five, and we're doing seven? Yeah, we've made
1: it already, I guess. (laughs) That makes (laughs) us official. We're official podcasters. Oh, shit. That means we're broke and live in our mom's basement. I call it a bunker. We'll get started off in our usual way with Wheel of Genders. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Give me something good. Give me something good. What you got there, Dean? I am a tilted windmill, and apparently I'm pissed off because the wheel has taken my job, and I'm not seeing any equity here.
1: Well, today I'm a 30-ohm capacitor. Dude, there's something wrong with this wheel. We need to get this thing fixed. I think
0: the wheel's tilted.
1: It's broken, or I Or drunk. I don't know, man. There's, uh, if this is what people are saying that they are out there, I, I don't know. We might need to replace the wheel doing that
0: equitable division of different things.
1: I guess so. I mean, we need to reinvent the wheel, I guess.
0: (laughs) Clever.
1: Well, now it's time for tech news.
0: Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again?
1: Well, this one comes from the Wall Street Journal. It's our buddy Bezos again. Oh boy! Oh squinty eyes. Yeah, whiny little, yeah. You know. So <laughs> he's Rocket got Vic. the he's got the new Astro Home Robot,
0: a Yay. smart
1: thermostat, a wall mounted Echo Show, and more. Uh, eh,
0: uh, okay, okay, explain this one to me. Life Invader. Uh, yeah. Is this this (laughs) iRobot 1.0?
1: I guess so. So it's got a, if you haven't seen it, it's got two wheels up front, one one wheel in the back. Uh, It's got a tablet on its face that shows little eyeballs, three cameras in the tablet, and one camera that telescopes out of the top of it up to five feet.
0: So, hold on. Amazon that puts out Alexa... Um, has been known that it records all the time. Do those? Is there any security risk with those cameras? (laughs) Really, Jeff?
1: (laughs) This thing is gonna be looking up skirts before you know it. You're gonna be spying. I would program
0: it. I would program it to do that.
1: Yeah, you'll be spying on your neighbors, uh, any guests, or anything like that. This is this is not good for privacy. Oh god. If you buy one of these now, it introduced itself as $999 under a pre-order and when it becomes okay. fully available, it's going to be $1400. Uh-huh.
0: To spy on you. To do what? What I mean, what does it actually even do? I'm not even sure. I'm not even does sure what it look does. Look funky? I guess. Like
1: Bezos? Uh well, both of the eyes are symmetrical, so I don't think that's either Neither one problem. of them have hair. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Uh, it does have two drink ports in the back, so you can put two cans of soda in it and take it somewhere, I guess.
0: Four,
1: uh, okay. $1,400, so you don't get off the couch to go get your own soda. But you still have to have a human. Take it out of the fridge and put it in
0: there, right? Well, until... Uh... You can put vending machines in your own home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One, I can't see any good use for this thing.
0: No. Other than security. Well, you know what the good use is? What's that? Christmas toys. Mm. It, it, it doesn't need a use. Yeah. Parents will buy them for their kids and then use them because they're fun for about a week.
1: Well, and gadget fanboys, which I'll admit I'm a gadget fanboy. You are. I got plenty of gadgets. Not buying this. I'm not buying it.
0: Yeah, the, the closest, I'm not a gadget guy. I'm just, I am never have been, um, I've never been the one to buy something first. Uh, none of that. Except the Oculus Quest 2. I will say, and no, I'm not being paid by them. Um, I wish I was being, no, I don't want to be paid by them because they're on my Facebook. Oh, Zucky. Yeah, I don't want to be paid by him. But no, it's, it's actually really cool. If you're looking for VR, that's something to go with.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. Even though it is Facebook, I'll have to concede. Well, see, I had an Oculus before it was Facebook. Before right. it got bought by Facebook, they've they've got the better technology. I've got a wired Oculus. I've got a Vive. I forget which. Uh, Co- H T C. Cosmo or. No, it's just, well, yeah, it's HTC, but it's the uh, Cosmo or something like mm-hmm. that. It never worked right because it, it did the lighthouseless tracking. Right. Which is what the Quest 2 does.
0: Yeah, you can set your grid.
1: Yeah. The Quest 2 is way better technology, works a whole lot better, is a lot lighter, more comfortable than the Vive. Mm hmm. And the resolution's better.
0: Well, the reason it works so well is it was not actually developed by Facebook. I think they bought that technology. Did they? Yeah, pretty sure.
1: Oh. Well, (laughs) just one more way to invade your privacy. Awesome. I'm going to try to look up here uh, what its capabilities are or what the hell you would even use this thing for. All right, so this comes from The Verge, which they have more of an explanation on it. Well, they're it. right on the
0: verge. Yeah.
1: So the Astro has a display, an array of sensors, a camera, that periscopes out of the top of its body like a mast. Amazon presents the device as an engineering breakthrough and the realization of a long-held sci-fi dream to build a robot that can help around the house. They said Does it vacuum? Not really. <laughs> They say that this is rubbish, of course. What Astro is, for better or worse, is a camera on wheels. There we go. The physical limitations of Astro are obvious. It has no arms or manipulators and no way to interact with the world other than bumping into objects at shin height. It can't navigate steps. And according to employees who worked on the robot, it's fragile and prone to (laughs) self-destruction.
0: So, we're going to get a suicidal robot that does nothing yeah. except take pictures yeah. and video.
1: Around the compound here, I've got guard dogs. Uh-huh. And if one of my guard dogs saw this thing, it would be in a million pieces in about five seconds.
0: Or it would see your guard dog coming and self-destruct. That's true, too. Um, I'm thinking, well, first off, is it autonomous? Does it just kind of go around and do stuff? Yeah, that's a. That's okay. I'm thinking if I'm sitting in my home or down here at the bunker and one of these little Astro, which I think is kind of shitty because that's the name of the dog from the Jetsons. Um, so that's that. I don't Aaron like. George. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the dog much better. Um, I like the dog much better than I like Bezos. But anyway, if that thing's roaming around my house and that camera, that periscope camera, Comes up from like behind the couch or whatever. I'm probably gonna shoot it.
1: Yeah. Well, it says in the article. Well, it, says. it says and I'm doing the air
0: quotes. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. That it'll do surveillance around your home autonomously, and that you can remotely control it while you're away from home to look around and things like that. For a
0: thousand dollars, I don't think so. So it's a really expensive, movable Ring doorbell.
1: Exactly. All right. Yeah. Not. Not. Not great. Now Ring is In coming. It, ring, it, yeah. which is another Amazon company.
0: That, yeah, that's right. They bought them.
1: Yeah, they're coming out with a drone for inside the house that has a Ring camera attached to it. Now that is a little different. Because. Uh, well, I'll tell you why. A drone. Yeah, I'll tell you why because the drone when it's in its charge charging base. Mm-hmm. The camera is too. Right. So it can't see what it can't see. Right. Maybe it can hear things, but so can Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's listening in. Then it's a uh,
0: reporting device. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's see if I can let's see if I can trigger it. Alexa, tell me about Astro. Astro Won't be doing that. I don't believe I will. Yeah.
1: But thank you. Well, technology helps us, right?
0: (laughs) So, anyway,
1: I'm going to give a thumbs down to this one personally. Yeah. I'm going to, I don't need somebody to see what's going on in the bunker. I just, well,
0: it looks like a worse version of Wally. Yeah.
1: I can't see how this can be any good. Yeah.
0: At least put a vacuum on it or something.
1: Yeah. Make it do something. Something useful. Yeah.
0: It says it helps around the house. That's, I can't see where it does. I know
1: what it'd be good for. Target practice. There you go. <laughs> it's hard to hit a moving target. <laughs> it'd be an expensive target. Well, yeah. But, but boy, it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to... Mm.
0: <laughs> well, I'll say no more on that. <coughs> yeah. Uh, what do you got there, Dean? Oh, well, let's see. Millions of old phones, laptops, and smart gadgets could stop working. Um, actually may have already stopped working.
1: Y2K? Uh,
0: Y2K, Y21, I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't come up with something clever enough. I couldn't (laughs) come up with something clever enough, quick enough. Uh, That's what she said. Anyway, uh, internet connectivity on older tech devices. Now, when they say older tech devices, they mean things bought before 2017. Oh, good Lord. Which is not that long ago.
1: We're talking about this three-year cycle again where everything expires after three years. You can't really have anything. Cars expire after 10 years. Phones expire from year to year. That's why I'm looking forward to the new Google phone because they're promising upgrades for six
0: years. Um, Isn't that what Windows 10 was supposed to do? The last operating system you'll ever have to buy?
1: Well, yeah.
0: And now they're coming out with Windows
1: 11. Well, I, I'm not, look, <laughs> I'm not going to say that they're not going to, that Google's not going to go back on their word. I'm not going to say <laughs> that, but. Not out loud. I have some hopes for it because. Alexa is listening. So I had a Google Pixel 4 XL, which I loved. Uh-huh. And I left it on the back of my truck. I was going to say, tell, tell the users what happened, yeah. the
0: listeners what happened.
1: Me and Mrs. Dunlop were out getting a pizza, and after we ate, I was helping her with the door and then putting the pizza in the back, and Uh I laid my phone on the back of the truck. Okay. Then I left, and the music was playing in the truck through Bluetooth, so I figured, ah, we're good. Uh Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine who was there with us ran it over.
0: (laughs) And then the music stopped.
1: No, it actually did not. <laughs> Funny thing is uh, the music continued until I got a Bluetooth range. And then I realized what happened and I went back. And when I got within Bluetooth range of the phone, the music started playing again. Once the music started playing again, I found it in the middle of the road Screen was destroyed. There's nothing I could do with it except turn it off. Uh, Now, I was able to go to iFixit and get a screen for it, and I was able to fix it. I was able to repair it. But because of my job, I had to overnight a phone and set another one up. And they didn't have another Google that I wanted. I wanted to wait wait for the 6. So I bought the S21 ultimate or ultra or whatever it was whatever the best one samsung had you know i stopped buying samsung years ago and since having this phone i realized why (laughs) (laughs) i do not like this phone really yeah look everything that it does is fine it just annoys me it doesn't function like android I'm used to the base Android experience. Yeah, yeah. And this one has the Samsung customizations and I've gone and gotten the apps and paid for them. I went and got the customizations so that I could bring it back to Android or I don't know if you're it's bringing it back to Android or if it's just giving you an Android type of interface. Right. Uh, I don't think that it actually returns it to base Android because I don't think it's in there, with Probably. the Samsung. I bought the Nova settings and and brought it back to. It looks like Android, but it still doesn't function like Android. Right. That's that's the thing. It still functions like a Samsung. can uh-huh. Which is Android. It is Android, but with their customizations, it doesn't work like Android. I
0: just didn't want our listeners thinking, you know, that it's not Android at all.
1: Yeah, what Samdroid, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So their own customizations. And then then, uh, anyway, uh, not really happy with it. This one's probably getting handed down to the wife.
0: You know, um, yeah, I'm probably going to be in the market for a new phone. It's been like a year and a half, so I may look at the uh, Google Pixel.
1: Pixel's good. You can uh, run the graphene OS on it. Okay. And that's one of the ones that takes all the trackers off. Of course, you know, folks out there, if you want to do the graphene thing with a pixel. So once you put Google Play services on there, start loading all these
0: applications, mm-hmm. they're
1: going to start tracking you. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's kind of a no-win situation. You get That's one of those things you just have to accept. When well, it's, get it's
0: getting back to the the... If it's free, you're the commodity. So all the free apps are selling your demographic demographic information. They spent a lot of money developing those apps. They're going to get their money back. All right, Dean, that's all I want to talk about Amazon's new crap. So, you know, back to this article, It's uh, it says that it means that several phones, computers, video game consoles, smart gadgets, smart gadgets, and the Internet of Things... Uh, type of devices that were bought before 2017 that uses the Let's Encrypt Digital, certif- digital Certificate uh, and haven't updated their software since then could face significant issues connecting to the internet. So essentially, Let's Encrypt is a nonprofit organization that decided that people shouldn't have to pay for being able to be secure on the internet. Um, we're talking about SSL certificates.
1: I remember when they when they started this less, Let's Encrypt and Google was behind it a lot. Right. So can you say built-in obsolescence?
0: Huh. Well, um, you know, people before they did this, they were, uh, you know, certificates were expensive for websites to purchase, maintain, put on their websites so that you can have secure communications when you do signing into a membership site or paying for something with a credit card or any other sensitive information. Mm-hmm. So Lens and Crypt, uh became uh a new company, is a nonprofit organization. They decided they were gonna start offering these services so that people didn't have to pay for them. Oh. Yeah. The problem is going to affect well pretty much go ahead. If I may pause you right there. Yeah.
1: So profit just means you distribute all the money. That doesn't yeah. mean you don't make money. no, no, so for people who don't understand how nonprofits work, they disperse all the money that they have at the end of the year, which means the CEO usually gets a really big bonus
0: yeah if they if they bring in more money than they've budgeted, then pay raises come around and usually just to the very top, yeah. But uh, the prim- the problem will primarily affect devices like iPhones running iOS nine and below, Android phones running below the two point three point six software, Windows computers running XP,
1: which <laughs> you
0: shouldn't stra- be using anyway. <laughs> strangely enough, though, I've run it just a couple of months ago. I ran into somebody who's running XP, um, Sony PS three and PS four game consoles. And the Nintendo 3DS. Now, there are a lot of people still running the PS4s. Oh, yeah. Uh, PS5's only been out for, what, a year? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people running those, and they may not be able to connect anymore. This is built-in obsolescence is what it is. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And if you don't think these companies are paying them to do this (laughs) or contributing, let's just put it that way. Another thing about... Uh, nonprofits, as they don't pay taxes either so you want to talk about something that is very profitable try not paying taxes and see how much you get
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's not going to go over very well the problem is this has flown under the radar for many manufacturers including apple google sony and microsoft none of which have made any announcements to customers about potential issues
1: Why? They can just buy new stuff.
0: Take your iPhone into the Genius Bar, and they will say, I'm sorry, you need a new phone.
1: Exactly. This one's outdated.
0: Yep. And I've known people who have had the Genius Bar geniuses. (laughs) I can't say that with a straight face. (laughs) I had the Genius Bar folks tell them they need a new phone because theirs is just too old. Mm -hmm. Even though it wasn't, and there was no reason for it but i've i've i know people who have had that experience
1: well it's upselling for sure yeah
0: i don't get it
1: here again it's all about the money it's yep. all about the money
0: pretty much
1: well i'm sure some smart non-geniuses <laughs> <laughs> are gonna come out with a, a hack or something that's gonna get around
0: this yeah, i mean actually all they need to do is upgrade upgrade their current os yeah and uh, I should take care of it.
1: Well, I've got a data breach that actually killed somebody. Uh-oh. Clickbait headline says, hospital hit by hackers baby in distress. The case of the first alleged ransomware death. Wow. Amid the hack, fewer eyes were on heart monitors normally tracked by a large screen on the nurse's station in addition to the inside of the delivery room. According to the obstetrician, the nurse manager that she would have delivered the baby by cesarean section and had seen the monitor readout. The baby died because they didn't, weren't watching the technology, and the ransomware got in and messed up the screens. Okay. Okay. So, here's the thing. This is common. These large corporations, oil and gas... Companies that have a target as their logo. Oh. I'm not going to mention their name. No.
0: The big bullseye?
1: The big bullseye, exactly. Uh, hospitals? I know they don't make any money.
0: No, no. Well, they're a nonprofit.
1: And they're the ones who spend the least amount of money on IT.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've worked for medical organizations before, uh, both testing facilities and hospital facilities and they see IT as a cost center and they try to eliminate as much of it as they can.
1: I've been told do the very minimum that will make it work.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean I I've I've, and I've said this before. I've I've managed data centers that were pretty much held together by band-aids and scotch tape. <laughs> yeah, wire rooms that look like a snake pit. Yeah. You know, you pull up the false floor and it's just Masses and masses of wires, spaghetti junction, and most of them don't go anywhere.
1: Exactly, or they've been unplugged ten years ago.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't go anywhere. They're just there. Nobody
1: pulled it out. Pull it up and see some Cat Three BNCs. (laughs) (laughs) That may be a little too dorky for this crowd, but
0: yeah, yeah, but I got it.
1: I know in finance, in IT, you are required. To do certain things. You are required to meet a certain level. Yes. Of technology. Yes. And security and safety. And if you're not, you will get fined. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't see hospitals with those same regulations. Of course not. Which goes back to what I always say. Nobody cares if you live or die, but you mess with their money, you're in trouble. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> these These hospitals... There was one uh, in the area that got shut down for a week. It was not too far from here. And they were shut down for a week with ransomware. And they had to restore everything from a backup, which, uh, you know, the thing is, if you're doing disaster
0: recovery. You I'm, guessing, have a, I'm guessing tape backups in a silo.
1: <laughs> I don't know how that was done. Um, I had done work for this hospital in a previous life, and Mm -hmm. the IT manager thought she was a god. So (laughs) uh, funny little story, if we can just go off on a little tangent. Sure. I was there installing a piece of medical equipment in their server room, Mm -hmm. and they wanted to go to lunch, and they asked me to leave until they came back. And I told her... I told her at the time I was like I'll leave but I am not coming back. Well, the attitude changed of course because I wasn't one of her employees. Right. And I knew a couple of her employees uh, outside of work and uh, it was the it was the typical IT manager, I'm a god and you're not and I'm going to control everything and you're going to you're going to be my subjects. Much like the government. Oh. Huh. Um, with those types of mentalities, a degree in whatever yeah. to get into the door, if you're in IT, a degree doesn't mean anything. That means you learned something a long time ago that doesn't apply now.
0: I've worked with a lot of people whose degrees were in like English yeah. history, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And they think, they think that they can do that job. And what people don't realize is IT is more of a trade skill. Yeah, and you have to be skilled in it. It is a skilled job.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the two, th- I've always told people when uh, you know I've been asked over the years, how do I get into that? How do I get into what you do? And <laughs> how do I do that? And I said, there's two things you need, and neither of them is a degree. <laughs> uh, you need you need an analytical way of thinking mm-hmm. and an unquenchable thirst for knowledge. Absolutely. Because throughout my career, I have never stopped learning.
1: Nor have I. If uh, I had, I would have been on, still been on DOS or basic. Yeah, if,
0: if if I had stopped learning at any point, I would have lost my job. Yeah. At one time, when I finally got into management, I was the company purchased like eight different magazine subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Then and had them sent to my office. No, I appreciated them. But it helped keep me help keep me up to date.
1: Absolutely. I have to get certified every eighteen months in my discipline. Mm-hmm. Or it lapses and then I would have to pay two grand to take the classes all over again. Oh wow. If I don't if I don't re up. So if I let it lapse penalize me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <clears throat> nobody likes to get penalized. No. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just going to be quiet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I could have gone a lot of other places with that. Yeah, you could have went
0: a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, probably best that I not. Shame on you, hospital. You shouldn't have done that. Should have had better security. Should have hired better people. Should have paid them what they deserve.
0: Now they're going to be paying a lot more.
1: Yep. Pay me now or pay me later. Isn't that the old uh, yeah. filter commercial?
0: Pay me pay me some now or pay me a lot later. Absolutely. So, And that's not to mention
1: the downtime that costs money every yeah. moment that you're down is costing you money that you could be servicing employees or customers or whatever or patients
0: anytime any it is down you're going to suffer a loss
1: yep clock's ticking man you better get this fixed
0: <laughs> but, but like i've always said in it you're one of two things invisible or in trouble Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, nobody nobody notices you when everything's going right.
0: But as soon as something goes wrong, it's your fault. Yep. Well, that's
1: all I have on that one. What do you got next?
0: Um. Well, how about Facebook? Let's talk about Facebook and the Zuck. Well,
1: what? We never talk about Facebook. How about the Zuck? We never talk about him either. Only every damn episode. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, it's like an alternate universe here. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about bad things in tech, his name is always going to come up. Really? I never noticed that. Well, they're starting to share more about what it's demoting in its news feed. Oh, please tell me more. Under all kinds of you know, congressional pressure and, and different things. So they're attempting to shine more light on the content. It suppresses, but it doesn't remove entirely. You know, so the shadow banning, as is, is a lot of people like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one of the problems with their shadow banning and one of the arguments that people that like it have is that, okay, what they're doing is making it so if something is controversial according to an algorithm that's running.
1: Hold on, hold on. This is, this is the, the Clinton defense. It wasn't technically sex.
0: I never had sexual relations with that woman. It depends on what the definition of is is. Yep. Yeah, kind of. So, you know, it's it's they have an algorithm that runs and is checking all the posts everywhere on Facebook, except for the X check mm-hmm. people, celebrities, the white listed people. That's racist. <laughs> white listed. Anyway, celebrityism. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, well, I mean, actually that's exactly what it is, but what it does is it checks all these posts. It finds one that it considers controversial based on what Facebook has already told it is controversial. And then it sends it to a human to fact check it. Hmm. And while the, from the moment it identifies it, um, it demotes it so that it doesn't get seen by very many people. Fact checker. I mean, you mean censor? Yeah, that's another way to put it. Ah. Well, the problem is, well, as a prime example, the New York Post and its Hunter Hunter Biden laptop article.
1: What laptop article?
0: The one that's now been proven to be true. What? Yeah. Get out of here. Well, (laughs) Facebook demoted it, and it got sent to the fact fact checkers. Censor. The censors. And um, they determined that it was may be true but they weren't sure so it couldn't be legitimately posted so they took it off completely
1: mm-hmm.
0: well the problem is if it goes to the fact checking sensors um <laughs> <laughs> i like it the fact checking sensors uh if, if it goes to them it's been demoted and then it may be days before it's been proven true mm-hmm during that time, nobody is seeing that post. Oh, of course. And how often do you see a post that's three, four, five days old? Well... Almost well, never.
1: Well, okay. So you're talking about the news cycle now, and you're talking about the attention span of most human beings... Right. ...that is no longer than about three days... The news cycle will run about three days and they'll be talking yeah. about something totally different exactly. to get you outraged
0: about. Exactly. So when it's been proven to be true, it's three, four, five, six days later, you're never going to see it. Yep. And this is not just things that it considers to be false. It is also uh, low-quality comments Low-quality That's what they're calling it, low-quality comments that are either very lengthy with uh, copied text or they contain no words and just a picture.
1: It's hard to get your hands around these guys like an oiled-up eel. It really
0: really is. They are so slick. Wow. Posts in groups from accounts that share a very high frequency and news articles without a clear byline. They'll demote that and send it to their fact-checking sensors.
1: As opposed to what? Most of the stuff on Facebook is crap anyway.
0: Well, I'd, you'd be hard-pressed not to think most all of it's crap. Face crap? Face crap. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Face crap by the Zuck. He's the big suck, or Zuck. <laughs> Zuck, suck, you know, whatever. But he's such
1: a humanitarian. All those Hawaiians that he had moved so he could build his mansion out on Hawaii... No, everybody forgot about that one.
0: I wonder. I wonder if he pays his carbon credits. Probably not. Hmm. Whitelisted.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one's <laughs> whitelisted. That one's allowed.
0: Oh uh, well, you know they're saying that just releasing these guidelines is part of a bigger effort to disclose more about how the news feed works to the public. Yeah, they're trying to be. I mean, uh, this is the least transparent transparency I've ever seen. (laughs) I mean, this is, I mean, opaque transparency. Yeah. I've seen politicians try to hide things worse than this.
1: Look, he's a robot. He doesn't care. He's an android.
0: Did Zuck invent, I mean, did uh, Bezos invent him? I think so. That's uh, Astro 1.0? Well... That's how they had the
1: falling out. That's why Bezos doesn't like Zuck anymore. It's because he ran away.
0: Bezos doesn't like anyone.
1: Well, I think it's because nobody likes Bezos.
0: <laughs> he's a whiny little rocket. We'll just Yeah, he's a whiny little rocket. We all know what his rockets look like. Yep. All right, so you got anything on this? On something?
1: Well... That's not the only trouble Facebook's having. Oh, no. Yeah, go figure. The headline on this one is from Reuters, so. Okay. I guess it's true. I have no idea. Facebook Mm. could face hefty fine in Russia over banned content, says Regulator.
0: Uh Uh-oh. In Russia?
1: Russia, Russia, Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Jan. Yeah. Russian authorities on Thursday warned social media giant Facebook it faces up to 10% of its annual turnover in the country unless it deletes content Moscow deems illegal. Hold on now. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) So remember what we talked about last week about the United States being the only country that has free speech? Yes. Yes. So this is what happens. Yes. That said, it could lead to a fine of 5% or 10% of annual Russian turnover unless the situation is remediated. Facebook's violations include failing to remove posts containing child pornography, drug abuse, and extremist content, which means content I don't like.
0: Anything anti-Putin?
1: maybe, maybe that you could drink some poison. Uh-huh. Facebook had no immediate comment.
0: Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. This is going to hit them in their pocketbook, so they will kowtow.
1: They'll do it quietly. Yeah. They won't make a public admission.
0: No. They And, and that's how it always happens. Um. They... Come out and they say, "Look, we're uni- We're Americans, and we're going to promote free speech everywhere. And we're not going to give any data to other countries." And then in the back room, they pay them off. They give the data. I mean, Google. It was just found out that Google gave uh, data on Hong Kong residents to China mm-hmm. right after they said they would never do that.
1: Yeah. All this Facebook stuff's bumming me out, man. That's why I deleted my account. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. What's your next story?
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Let's we have a theme going. Let's talk about Facebook again. Oh no. Oh yeah. I, I I'm starting to enjoy this. Um, Facebook owns WhatsApp, the new uh, the big app that people are using uh, for communications.
1: Well, I I will say this. Yes. Before we had uh, a really good connectivity, anytime uh, the wife and I would go to an island in the Caribbean, not to be named, (laughs) we would use WhatsApp to call back home. Yeah. And it was great. But that was before before
0: Facebook owned them.
1: Exactly. Before they owned them. So,
0: yeah. But go ahead. Well, WhatsApp has been fined. Here we go with the pocketbook again. $267 million. Actually, it's 225 million euros, which currently is $267 million for breaking the European Union's data privacy rules. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's an 89-page summary. You can find it out there. uh, I think The Verge has a copy of it as a PDF. If you need some sleeping material. If you really need some sleeping material. Or you just really hate Facebook. Yeah. Um, but what it is is WhatsApp uh, did not properly inform EU citizens that it was going to share its personal uh, information from its members with Facebook, its parent company. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it seems reasonable, but what they're doing its behind the scenes. You know, it's the hidden aspect of it. It's the fact that they didn't tell you, that they're going to take all your information and give it to Facebook.
1: Well, the EU has very strict data privacy laws.
0: Right. They came out with the um, General Data Protection Regulations uh, a couple of years. GRPD. 2016, yeah. GRPD. Yeah. Right. I think it was 2016 that came into effect. And, it I mean, it really is. That's why when you uh, go to a lot of websites now and you see you have to accept cookies mm-hmm. before before 2016, you never saw that, or very, very seldom. That's part of the GDPR. I like cookies. <laughs> WhatsApp's uh, going to appeal the decision, of course, but, you know, a WhatsApp spokesman says uh, WhatsApp is committed to providing a secure and private service. We have worked to ensure the information we provide is transparent and comprehensive and will continue to do so. We disagree with the decision today regarding. The transparency we provided to people in 2018, and the penalties are entirely disproportionate.
1: Are they, though?
0: Only to the people that got to pay them.
1: $250 million is nothing for Zuck. He's got that in his back pocket. He,
0: that's dinner. Yeah. I mean, he paid a lot more than that for uh, that mansion he built in Hawaii when he kicked out all the, all the natives. All the natives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's all I got on that one. All right,
1: well, since we're here on social media, here's another (laughs) one. (laughs) Might as well, while we're here.
0: It's so easy.
1: Let's use it. The headline from Sky News. So we're starting to branch out a little bit more to other countries. Why is it so difficult to stop abuse on social media? Because it's it's fun. fun. (laughs) That was the headline. That wasn't a question. Yes, I know. Uh, The abuse, uh, well, Twitter... Moved to stamp out racist abuse directed towards black England players after the Euro 2020 final, but in the face of widespread demand for social media platforms to act, is its approach enough? The abuse was also posted on Facebook and comes after players and clubs boycotted social media entirely in April in protest of a growing wave of discrimination aimed at people in football.
0: Put her Oh no. Okay. No, I'm good with I'm good with the uh, the boycotting social media. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. just don't go back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. The, the the problem that I have here. All right. Facebook can pick and choose what they want to show yes. anyway. Yes. Do you think the outrage triggered the algorithm to display it so they would get more likes?
0: Well, I mean, there's there was a study done not too long ago that, one, has been proven that outrage brings in more content, brings in more interaction, gets people to, to look more often t- at Twitter and Facebook and all of them. And it's also been shown that Facebook has known this for a very long time.
1: So you're saying that hitting innocent pedestrians with a skateboard because they were just walking down the street is more interesting Think kitten videos?
0: I think kitten videos are awesome.
1: <laughs> no, you're the only one on this podcast that does. Well, it goes on to say there are two major requests from social media platforms. First, this message and post should be filtered and blocked, which it already is. Yeah before being sent or posted if they contain racist or discriminatory material. Now, they're doing this to conservatives already. Why can't they do it to racists? That's where the algorithm comes in, I think, is if they let it go, they know it's a boon for them. Yeah. It'll make them some cash. Absolutely. So I I don't buy it. They're, it's their system. They can do what they want with it if it's got. Discriminatory. I mean, the words that were used were the N word, right. and that you know you should already just have that filter yeah. in the algorithm yeah, and just take that one out. Not that they should do any of this right. anyway, right? Because it is against the First Amendment. It's no. not inciting in violence.
0: Yes and no.
1: It's not inciting. Violence. No,
0: it's not. But okay. The post itself and the person who posted it is well within their right to post it as long as it's not inciting violence. Right. Absolutely. Facebook and Twitter and any other social media platform, because they've started down this road years ago of. With their,
1: with their community guidelines.
0: Right. Their community guidelines, their, um, you know. Demoting, as I was just talking about, or uh, completely eliminating posts or demonetizing YouTube videos or whatever, because they've started on that road, they can no longer call themselves an open platform for anybody to use because they are editing. Yeah. Whether they want to be called uh, editorial or they want to be called a publication or a publisher or any of these other terms really doesn't matter what they want to be called because they're doing the, the task. Right. So now they are, they should be held accountable for what is posted. Mm. You know, I'm I'm always on the side of private business being able to do what they want to do. Yeah. But in this case, they set the guidelines and or they created the rules that they now have to live by mm-hmm. and they're not doing it.
1: Well, I guess, uh, I guess these footballers... Rich footballers, yes, because they're not the football here. Basically, right. it's soccer over there. There's more sports ball. Sports ball, yeah, yeah. They're they're richer than we can ever imagine being, yeah. especially being podcasters, because you don't make a whole lot of money at this. <laughs> yeah, no, or none,
0: or zero.
1: I think they're a little bud hurt because somebody didn't love them as much.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's like I talked about. You know, we talked about before with during the pandemic all the. Celebrities doing things just to stay exen- relevant. Yeah, essentially say, "Hey, I'm still here. Don't forget me. I'm relevant. Somebody pay attention yeah. to me. Listen to me sing."
1: <laughs> well, I think we're done with social media and tech news at this point. And now it's time for the butt hurt report.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. That leads me right into my uh, my story about Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Talk about being butthurt.
1: Has she ever been butthurt? I don't
0: know. She's such a reasonable person. I know. She's so calm and, you know, easy to talk to. Yeah. Well, guess what? She finally has called out the far left saying, we've made ourselves the boogeyman. So, the co-hosts on The View, which is dubbed as a news program. I, I don't see how. It's a bunch of... Bunch of people sitting around bitching about things that they don't like. Yeah. Much like several podcasts I know. Um, But they were discussing the split in the Democratic Party and surrounding the infrastructure and reconciliation packages, which are battling one against the other. You got the infrastructure package that is 1 billion, 1.3 billion, I think. Mm-hmm. and the reconciliation package was 3.5, and you got half the Democratic Party saying, well, we won't vote for yours if you don't vote for ours first, and the other half says, well, no, we won't vote for yours unless you vote for ours first. Yeah. So this is going to cause the government shutdown, uh, which they're going to then blame on Republicans. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they were talking about Democratic centrists, such as uh Kristen cinema uh, of Arizona and Joe Manchin of West Virginia. His name's brought up all the time. And they're saying that those people are the ones that are stalling the packages. The centrists. Um, Sarah Haynes said, uh, I don't think progressive extremes represent the majority of Americans. Okay. I agree. Well, then Joy Bihar. Oh, I cannot stand that woman. <laughs> She says they want Medicare expansion. They want childcare. They want, you know, the streets and roads to be fixed up. That's the progressive agenda.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, uh, Joy Bihar, look it up. Actually read something. Figure out what's actually going on. Um, Anna think, Navarro, yeah. I think I may ahead.
1: have something from that. Yeah? Yeah. It's get out of my
0: vagina! that's her <laughs> oh well at least she's not ever butt hurt yeah she's never mind i'm not gonna talk about where she is hurt. okay um but uh yeah so that's what joy Bihar said and that woman um, i swear to god she just needs to i don't know get a clue hold on didn't she used to be a comedian is that what you call that yeah stand up in front of people and not make them laugh well, I, I think she was funny at one point, and then she got all sour. Oh, uh, well, okay. I never saw the funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not saying it never happened, Yeah. but I never saw it. Well, Whoopi used to be a uh, Whoopi was a stand-up back in the 80s. Yeah. I remember watching her thinking, wow, she is really good. Uh-huh. You know, because she actually she did something. They all, uh, there used to be a saying that any good comedian, if you're really, really, really good, you can also make your audience cry. I'm not, I'm not actually not even joking on this one, but she did a really good, uh, hour special. And at the end of it Mm -hmm. was, I mean, really touching stuff. I didn't cry, but you know, it was pretty touching anyway. So, I mean, she was really good and I liked her in a lot of the, the silly movies she did, you know, uh, sister act. Yeah. You know, they were just fun entertainment and she was good. Well, when did she start eating a crap sandwich? I think about the time she
1: started dating Ted Danson. I don't know. I think it was when she joined The View. But anyway, go ahead.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, so anyway, um, after Joy Behar said that, Sonny Hostin said that's because Republicans have made the progressives into the boogeymen. To which, this is what's fun. Whoopi, being butthurt, Mm -hmm. says we made ourselves the boogeymen. We've done this. This particular wound is something we can put on ourselves. I believe so. I feel like when you come into the party, you say, this is what we want to do. You don't want to go around and go, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. It becomes a fight. See, when it becomes, here's how we can do it. Let's sit down and figure out how to do it. And that's not what we're getting. And I, I agree that they're going about this stuff So wrong. Yeah. You know, there's no, well, it's a lot like society today where, and we've talked about this before. If you and I disagree on something, we have to hate each other. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of going, well, let's see if we can find some common ground.
1: Well, what do you think about that? You know, that's all you have to ask somebody. Well, what do you think about that? Listen to their opinion, consider it, and see if it meshes with your own or you might get your mind changed or yep. they might get their mind changed.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's called communication. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. People aren't used to it. That's the thing. People are not used to talking anymore.
1: Well, it's the need to be right now. And yeah. virtue signal yeah. to say that I'm better than you because I believe this. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this, this. I'm better than you because I believe this way are usually people who take zero action. It was like these celebrity
0: or accountability.
1: Yes. It's, it's like all these celebrities that used to throw these big parties and spend millions of dollars on these big parties and say, I'm bringing awareness. Why didn't you take the dang money that you just spent and give it to the people that need it instead of throwing a party for yourself as an excuse to feel better about yourself? Yeah. Why don't you go
0: volunteer some of your time? Instead of making yourself feel better about yourself by, by throwing these parties or whatever, actually be better. When I go do something altruistic, I volunteer the most
1: precious thing that I have, and that is my time. That is something I cannot make more of. Yes. All the money in the world doesn't fix a problem.
0: The more I do for others, the better I feel about myself. Absolutely. And, you know, it took took me a long time to learn that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it it holds true every single time. Yep. So, yeah, that's my uh, butt hurt report on whoopee. That's a whole lot of butt to hurt. Oh, no, I think I got you beat. Uh Uh-oh. What do you got? Nicki Minaj.
1: That's a big old butt. That's a big old butt. There's a lot of hurting going on. <laughs> a whole lot of butt For that butt to hurt, that's, that's a an lot all, of hurt. That's an all-day job, right there. A <laughs> pack of lunch. So this comes from the conversation. Wow. Uh-huh. Nicki Minaj COVID-19 vaccine tweet about swollen testicles signals the dangers of celebrity misinformation and fandom. And this whole tripe goes on for a while. Uh, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. Are we talking butthurt or swollen testicles?
1: Well, we could go either way. On All that. right. She might have testicles. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But uh, Minaj's international anti-vaccine fiasco does more than reveal the traveling intersection of entertainment and politics. It reveals the life and death stakes, the heart of normalizing the culture of... Political tribalism. Now, let me tell you, this article, I uh-huh. read it and right. it is nothing but political tribalism because it's yeah. doing nothing but de- demonizing her for having her own opinion. Yes. So,
0: good honor. Absolutely. Good honor. Speak in you know, her mind. Speak your own mind. You know what's funny? A lot of her followers are now asking Trump supporters to join them Hmm. so that they can all protest the vaccine issue.
1: There's nothing in the world that Pfizer doesn't want than a celebrity coming out against the vaccination. Yeah. Because that hurts their bottom line.
0: Yeah. um, She's got like, I don't know, many, 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 many million followers. And uh, Joy Reid called her out because Joy Reid only has 2 million followers. And, you know, and and it was just, this was on what's considered supposed to be a news program anyway. <laughs> and just berated her yeah. on uh, live TV. Sure. And it's just, it, it blows my mind. That's not news. That's not reporting. But uh, Nicki Minaj is not allowed to have her own opinion.
1: Here's her tweet, okay, and I I find it funny that it is misinformation. I'll read the tweet to you, Uh and I'll point out certain things. My cousin in Trinidad Mm -hmm. won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with you are your 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 decision and not bullied. Yes, she said, pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. She didn't say not to get no,
0: but she said not to be bullied. She
1: said not to be bullied, and that's one thing that they can't stand.
0: Well, that's what they're doing is bullying people. Absolutely. Left absolutely. and right in, in any way that they can. They're oh, bullying people. Wh-
1: what was the first one? You're going to kill grandma. Yeah. Well, if you got the vaccination, you can still kill grandma. Well, yeah. I mean, Cuomo did
0: it. Yeah. Killing granny, smacking fannies. Um, I, I still, I guess the whole, you know, grabbing that he was doing is is going to take away the spotlight of him killing people in nursing homes.
1: Yeah, a little fondling, that always takes away mass murder. And nothing will ever come of that.
0: Nothing. It just blows my mind. Ugh. Now I'm butthurt. All right,
1: well, that's all I have for the butthurt report. (laughs) And now it's time for the news. (music) I got a good one. Oh, do you? So we're going to talk about supply chain. Oh, yay. So 60-something cargo ships are sitting outside of L.A. Mm -hmm. not being unloaded because people, one, won't come to work. Number two, the ports regulations say that any tractor trailer under the year of 2006 is not allowed in the port for EPA. Yep. Okay. So here's what's going to happen to you folks. This is from the Today page.
0: Well, you know that most trucks are 1999 and before.
1: Yeah, because they don't have the, lo- the digital logs. Logging. right? Yeah. The next pandemic-related shortage, question mark, <laughs> wine and liquor. Uh-oh. It's a booze shortage,
0: folks. Oh, people will definitely riot now.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have a big problem now because all the drunks aren't going to be able to get their stuff. And what it says in this article is in Pennsylvania, you can only buy two bottles of any liquor a day at one store. Wow. So, you know, the Alkies, they're going to run around to different stores. Yeah, they're going to go to each (laughs) store
0: and buy two every day at every store.
1: Exactly. This is... About a bigger problem, though, you know, all joking aside, people not coming back to work because they're getting paid more to stay at home. Really, there are two solutions for that. Either pay them more, which probably isn't going to happen, or we quit paying them to stay home.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering what is keeping people at home now? Because, you know, the enhanced unemployment, which I was I was mistaken. I was saying it was an extra six hundred dollars a month. Which then dropped to three hundred dollars a month. I was mistaken. That was per week. Wow. Yeah. You got people people that weren't even making six hundred dollars a week before they lost their job were making unemployment plus six hundred a week. Mm. You know, so I understand the desire to sit home and smoke pot and watch TV and Eat hot not pockets. work. Eat hot pockets. <laughs> Mom, would you make me some hot pockets? <laughs> and Pop Tarts. But but now, no, all of that's done now. hmm Most of these people probably don't have even regular unemployment coming in anymore. Right. So why is it that all of these jobs are still empty?
1: Well, that job at Taco Bell that they were staying home for, that they were getting paid more money to stay home than they right? were getting paid at Taco Bell, which I understand. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to pay me more to stay at home... I'm going to
0: stay at home instead of working at Taco Bell.
1: I'm going to work at a job that isn't a career. Right. Yeah, I think I would choose to stay home too. I mean, this is, I don't see this as a people problem. I mean, that's just smart. Yeah. This is not a people problem. This is a government problem. Are all those people that were staying at home and they're ready to rejoin the workforce and then professionals that have careers that are getting forced out of their professions Mm -hmm. are those Taco Bell employees gonna go be nurses and flight attendants and ground right. crew. Right,
0: but you know, longshoremen, you know, dock workers. Yeah, that's not that's not a highly technical skill. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to learn a few things. You're gonna have to actually work. Uh huh. But they're paying them really well. Right. And they're not able to get people to come to work.
1: Well, they're paying them real well, but not in L.A. money.
0: Oh, well, yeah, you're right.
1: Y- you got to kind of think about that. So if you're having to live in Oakland or something like that, and you're having to commute an hour to two hours one way just to get to work, yeah, it may not be worth it to you. It yeah, may not where be worth
0: a 1,700-square-foot, three-bedroom house is going to be, what, maybe $3 million? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, then you got the taxes.
1: Well, anyway, you boozers out there got a problem coming up. Yeah. Just letting you know. Well, speaking of shortages, here we go again with silicates and chips. And this probably doesn't matter here, but what you need to do is look at the canary in the coal mine. If it's happening other places, it's going to come here too. Mm -hmm. It was the same thing with the coronavirus. It started over in China. It was... Actually, they're talking about now that they knew about it in June and then they told us in
0: September, Uh, November,
1: November. Anyway, we saw it coming over here and started making preparations Mm -hmm. with my company way ahead of time. Right. So we were prepared when it happened, when a lot of people were caught with their pants down on this. Uh, We had pandemic plans already in place which I thought was going to be the last thing we ever used. I I could go for EMP, (laughs) you know, they say uh, electromagnetic pulse from a terrorist, but that was not the scenario I envisioned. This scenario that I envisioned was a coronal mass ejection. Mm, So those were the ones we were prepared for. We were really prepared for in our disaster plan was that and weather events, hurricanes, Mm -hmm. tornadoes, things like that. Even train derailment, because one of our major offices is near some railroad tracks. So if you had like chlorine gas spill or something like that. you So typical
0: disaster recovery stuff.
1: Right, 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 right. Uh, Never did we think we would ever have to do a pandemic. We used to joke about it and go, what, a zombie apocalypse? (laughs) (laughs) That's in three
0: to five years. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't say that out loud. There's that three to five years
1: again. Uh Hmm. Well, anyway, this is Opel, which right. is an. I think that it was resurrected cuz I remember Opel from the 70s.
0: It's it's a common uh automaker in Europe. Yeah. I think uh, they are a matter of fact, I think they either are or were owned by GM.
1: Mm. Well, chip shortage leads the car maker Opel to shut down German plant until 2022. Oh. Yeah. No bueno. My friends, we're already seeing this in the IT realm. Mm-hmm. We ordered 50 laptops from Dell two weeks ago. Okay. The expected ETA is December. Wow. Yeah. And I'm wondering, okay, this is just me. Well, hold hold on. Go ahead. And we're a premier customer, so we yeah. moved to the first of the line.
0: Yeah, your average shop is going to wait probably six months
1: mm-hmm. or more. Yeah.
0: I'm wondering... And this is again. This is just me talking and, and wondering out loud. Is you're, the you're, chip shortage? Yes. You're talking out loud. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's not my inside voice. Okay, but my uh, my wonder here is is the silicate shortage. Real or no. manufactured? No, no, it's. Is the Chinese saying we're going to hold it back and see what you guys do?
1: Exactly, that's Let exactly what it is.
0: Create a false supply uh, sh- supply shortage to raise prices. Okay. Supply and demand.
1: You bring up a you bring up a good point. So let's talk about that. Okay. Every time they want to raise gas prices, they have a they have some kind of crisis. Mm-hmm. The price goes up. And then you're like, wow, it really jumped. Right. And then once the crisis is over, it goes down 10%. Yes. And so the higher number is now the new normal.
0: You know the funny thing? Mm-hmm. Since Biden took office, gas prices have climbed very steadily.
1: Well, yeah, he shut down the pipeline, and now it's all being trucked by
0: his buddy. But you see, there was, no, there was no crisis. There was no—there's exp- never been an explanation by— the almost defunct mainstream media. Yeah. Um, You know, there's never been an actual explanation on why gas prices are so much higher now than they were a year ago.
1: Well, we were almost energy independent, almost, at the end of the Trump era, Mm -hmm. because it was only domestic oil and gas that we were using. Yes. We weren't using OPEC. No. We were getting away from Venezuela, which is a failed state at this point. Mm Mm-hmm remember when they had that big deal about Venezuela being such a great socialist company country oh yeah yeah didn't work out so well but uh anyway
0: Germany's going that way
1: exactly
0: which is where Opal is
1: well and some 1300 workers employed at the plant will be temporarily laid off for what six months that's not a temporary layoff that's go find another job with a separate plant in France picking up some of the production wow yeah when we talk about creating these false shortages Mm -hmm. to drive the price up that right there is just business that's about dollars yeah that's about dollars
0: dollars and or control
1: we shipped all of our chip manufacturing we designed the chips here in the united states yep And we ship all the manufacturing over to China. Yes. And we look the other way when they use slave labor to produce these products. Yes. We look the other way.
0: We look the other way at how horribly they treat the Uyghurs. You know, how little they pay their actual prison population to create this stuff. Nike shoes. Nike shoes. Well, that brings up another point. Apples.
1: Is they just said in a report today that there was going to be a shortage of Nike shoes for Christmas. Yep.
0: They've already projected a loss this year. Mm-hmm. Or, not a loss, less revenue than, than previously.
1: So, for your sneaker pimps out there, you might not get the special editions.
0: Or, if you do, put them in a box. Don't take them out.
1: So, that's it I that I have for shortages. Do you have anything else before we move on with the news?
0: Uh, No, nothing on shortages.
1: All right, I have one from the Death Star. Good old AT&T. <laughs> they did change their logo, though, so it doesn't quite look like the Death Star. But if you look back in the 90s, it looked exactly like the Death Star.
0: I still see the Death Star when I see it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, good old AT&T, you know how great they are. Oh, yeah. AT&T mandates COVID-19 vaccination for union represented employees.
0: Whoa,
1: repeat that? Uh-huh. AT&T mandates COVID-19 vaccination for union represented employees.
0: So, if you're in a union, you have to get vaccinated.
1: Uh-huh. What does that sound like? <laughs> uh, okay. So, sounds like to me that they're trying to get rid of their unions.
0: And AT&T is, I mean, it's, it's all union. Even in states that don't require unions, like I have a friend in South Carolina that works for AT&T, and he's in a union. South Carolina is not a union state. Yeah. By he, any means. Yeah. It's a right-to-work state.
1: Texas is also right-to-work yeah. state. And I think uh, North Carolina, Florida.
0: Oh, a lot, a lot of states are right-to-work states. Tennessee, yeah. Outside of California and New England.
1: It said on Wednesday that it would require its union-represented employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19 before entering their work location. Following a similar mandate for its management employees last month, Okay. the U.S. Wireless Carrier, and I guess that's the division that they're talking about, mm-hmm. is the largest employees, employers of union-represented workers. The Communication Workers of America... CWA, never heard of it. Linked employees must be fully vaccinated by February 1st, 2022.
0: That's a long way away.
1: Yeah, represents more than 150,000 employees at AT AT&T.
0: Well, I think what they've done is, you know, made that mandate so far out February of 2022 so that they're giving people the opportunity that the government's going to back down. Or the mandate's not going to have to happen. Mm -hmm. They just had to put a date out there. And they put it out so far that it may not come to pass. It may get reversed, yeah. But let's
1: read some propaganda. Okay. And the propaganda is other major companies, including Facebook, Google, and Microsoft also have mandated vaccines for employees as the highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus drives up infections in the United States. Lie. Okay, here's that. Here's that pandemic of the unvaccinated.
0: Anytime they say Delta variant, they're lying.
1: Exactly. And here's the thing is you can get the... Alpha, beta, delta, gamma, mu, virus, whatever you want to get. Lambda. Lambda. Yeah, that one disappeared.
0: i fart farting a sandstorm.
1: That one fizzled out like a wet fart.
0: <laughs>
1: you can still get the virus and transmit the virus even though you've been vaccinated. Yes. So how are the unvaccinated driving this up? Uh, sounds like propaganda to me.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And saying the Delta variant, and we've talked about this before, almost a lie every time you hear it. Mm -hmm. Because there are only a few labs in the world. I think it's five. That can test for the Delta variant. I think there are five in the United States. So
1: CVS isn't testing for the Delta
0: virus. No. Um, And it's a very expensive test to be able to test for the Delta variant itself. So they're just saying because there is, and don't get me wrong, there is a Delta variant. Yeah. Absolutely. But. When they use that as their excuse, they are lying. Exactly. They don't know. They have no idea. All they know is it's COVID-19. It's propaganda. Yes. Well, earlier
1: this month, Tyson Foods, the biggest U.S. meat company by sales, says labor unions had agreed to support its requirement for the U.S. employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by November. Well, if Delta is such a big thing, then why aren't they doing it by... COVID 19 slash huh. D. Adding it would offer new benefits for workers, including paid sick
0: leave. They didn't have paid sick leave? Uh, obviously not. Union workers? Yeah. So anywho. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the interesting thing is, is that was in the great reboot section of Reuters. There's an entire section called the Great Reboot.
0: Are they trying to rename it? The, the Great Reset is now the Great Reboot? I guess they couldn't copyright it. Uh, the World Economic Forum probably has that trademarked or copyrighted or something.
1: Well, I mean, okay. So there, well, I guess there's three now. Three things floating around. There's Build Back Better. <laughs> then there's the Great Reset and mm-hmm. now the Great Reboot. And they're all the same thing.
0: Or how about just flat-out communism?
1: Well, we need to reset everybody.
0: We're going to build back better. They're out of control. Uh, As far as these vaccine mandates go, the Black Lives Matter leader in New York City has threatened a national uprising over the racist vaccine mandates. that comes after those three Texas women were arrested for supposedly attacking a hostess because of a vax passport feud. Well, you know, that's not the whole story. And um, I'm not going to speculate, but I've seen the video. There's no audio. Oh, hold on. Yes.
1: Please tell me more, cowboy.
0: Uh, they are from Texas. Um, but these three women went into Carmine's, a restaurant in New York City, mm-hmm. sat down. They showed their vaccine vaccines uh, cards or passports or whatever they're called. Their me Yeah, Show me your papas. Did they have gold stars on them? They did. Um, they sat down. They were waiting on three other people. Uh, and these three guys showed up. Two of them did not have vaccine cards. They were asked to leave. Mm-hmm. So they got up and they were walking out. As they walked out, after passing the hostess stand, now, like I said, there's no audio, but after passing the hostess stand, one of the women whips back around and, as if somebody said something to her. Mm-hmm. And that's when the fight ensued. Ah! Uh. So by the look of the video, and the hostess at Carmine's had been working there for like two days, maybe three days, something like that. Right. Um, by the look of the video, I'm going to say it looks like the hostess said something that offended one of the women. And the woman who took offense showed her offense, Mm -hmm. showed how much she was offended. Well, after this, the Black Lives Matter leader in New York City has threatened a national campaign, a national uprising over what she's calling the racist vaccine mandates. Right. Because black people in New York City are very unlikely to get vaccinated due to mistrust of the government. Go Hold ahead. on. Go ahead.
1: The lowest population of vaccinated are African American. Yes. True statistic. Yes. Look it up,
0: folks. Yes. But New York City right now requires all people age 12 and over to show proof of vaccination to dine indoors at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, demographic data is showing that black residents, as you said, Scott, in New York City are less likely to be vaccinated than their white counterparts. Uh, black Lives Matter of Greater New York co founder Shovona Newsom claims the vaccine mandate, therefore, is racist.
1: Was she touching any fannies with a name like Newsom?
0: <laughs> no, oh, no, that's like, Cuomo. That's Never Cuomo. mind. No, Newsom's the hair gel king.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: So she has vowed an uprising if the mandate is not overturned. Um, her pledge comes after the three black women assaulted an Asian hostess. During a dispute about the mandate at Carmine's Italian restaurant in Manhattan. And again, that whole assault thing is under investigation.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold yes. on. I'm um, holding on. Some new information has come up. Okay. So you're telling me that all the people from Texas. Yes. Were black? Yes. They don't let black people in Texas. That's what the news says. It's a racist state.
0: That's why they were in New York. Uh. <laughs> no, they um. Yeah, there are no so black people s- in Texas. Hold on, because they can't so vote there either. So
1: they said that they made this big deal that they were from Texas. Yes. And they were black, so that's yes. Why they, they didn't say that they were black.
0: <laughs> Three black women from Texas. Wow. Yes. That's a racist report. It really is. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Well, you Uh, say
1: something to a a black woman from Texas, you might get your ass whooped. She did. Uh
0: huh. (laughs) But it was an Asian hostess.
1: Oh, so it's Asian hate.
0: It's, I don't know. There's racism here somewhere. Yeah. Maybe because there's no white people involved.
1: Where, where do they fall on the, who hates more or who gets subjugated more or who gets discriminated against more? Where does that fall between, Uh, AIP and just straight out African-American racism.
0: Where does that fall? Do you have any idea? I'm not sure. I know. um, I need to find a chart. Yeah. Well, I know like if you look at SAT scores Mm -hmm. for affirmative action into getting into universities. Right. Asian scores actually have points deducted from theirs, Mm -hmm. whereas other minorities have points added to theirs. Yeah. Asian students actually get points deducted. Well, congratulations
1: on the African-American woman from Texas for pulling up a can of whoop-ass on somebody who is dumb enough to say something stupid.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, yeah. Even if it wasn't a Texas woman, a New York City black woman is not going to put up with you saying something either. I never
1: thought I would agree with a BLM member, but... I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm starting to turn yeah, now. She
0: says uh, we're putting the city on notice. Yep. Which I am so happy about. I am not a De fan. <laughs> God, I don't think anybody is. Uh, she says black people are not going to stand by, or you will see an uprising, and that's not a threat. That is a promise.
1: The boomerang, man. You know, you mess you mess with the media one way, they're going to come back and mess with you again.
0: Yeah, I like what she says here. Says uh, Newsom joined a protest of 40 people outside car lines where she, star- where she stated 72% of black people in this city from ages 18 to 44 are unvaccinated. 72%. Mm-hmm. It's a little more significant than what you're hearing in the media. And then she goes on, ready for Oh, you're going to love this.
1: Well, uh, the, go ahead. Let me address that. Yes. So they're always saying that. Republicans, white Republicans, are yes. the most unvaccinated by mm-hmm. demographic. Yes. And it's African Americans. Yeah. And I don't blame them. No. Why should they trust the government?
0: I mean, I don't trust the government. I don't either. I mean, I'm a white guy.
1: Yeah. I you think. are. Yeah.
0: I think so. What uh, she goes on to say, so what is going to stop the Gestapo... I mean, NY- NYPD, from rounding up black people, from snatching them off the train or off the bus. The vaccination passport is not a free passport to racism. Wow. And it says it pretty much says it all right there. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter is pissed off at de Blasio, the great liberal mayor, who... Uh, made sure that the Black Lives Matter painting and mural on the streets of Manhattan remained mm-hmm. with taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. Well, you get you get what you get. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, I don't know. Good for her. Uh, good for de Blasio. You know, I want to see him fall. I really, really do. He's right up there with Cuomo. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned.
1: I think I agree with you on that one doesn't happen very often, but I think I agree with you this yeah.
0: time. Um, going on to other news, I was looking up something that uh, I'm not going to really report on right now, but New Hampshire has a bill on its state floor to secede from the nation. <laughs> and it's actually got a lot of support from progressives, liberals, Republicans, uh, conservatives, libertarians, it's got a lot of support, it's not gonna pass. Right. But it does have a lot of support. So it's gonna at least push some initiative further, I think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: at least hopefully get some, you know, politicians to open their eyes a little. Well, anyway, when I was looking this up, um, I found a website of, from some libertarians in uh, New Hampshire, it's a publication that comes out, it's called the Liberty Block. They had an article, Guess which injection will be mandated next? Tell me. Well. Cyanide. Ready? In January 2019, the Liberty Block reported on a national emergency, which is becoming more of a crisis each day. Dozens of politicians and influential figures have warned that this epidemic is destroying the United States. And many offered some solutions to solving what is quickly becoming one of the most difficult issues of our time. Toxic masculinity. No. Uh, Once Corona fascism begins to wane and morph into the next crisis du jour, those who believe in liberty should be prepared for the inevitable tactics and policies that can be implemented by D.C. politicians. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this is... I I think this is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. But he ends the article. I'm not going to read the rest of the article. He ends the article with, If you believe that this is totally impossible and is a crazy conspiracy, read our many articles that went from conspiracy to reality in around a year, including mandatory speed limiters, self-defense being illegal, gun control being pushed as an emergency measure, and all of the corrosion of fascism, election fraud, fraud, global warming being called an emergency, the Wuhan lab link, and much more. I mean, they've predicted a lot of stuff here. But what... Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) This article is worthy of of that. But, you know, they've predicted a lot of things that have come to pass. Sure. And this, what they're saying is the next jab will be estrogen. Because... (sighs) Of course, violent men that are in prison—it's been found that have a excess amount of testosterone. Mm-hmm. And anybody who knows about testosterone knows that it can make men aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have too much, most of us deal with what we have, and you know it's not a big deal. Just like women and estrogen deal with that on a regular basis. Do you say that? Yeah, they're riding that, riding the dragon. We'll uh, call it that. But um, he, he brings up a good point. If uh, they wanted to do this, why not give it to violent inmates and, you know, give them a reduction on their sentence or something for being part of this trial? Mm-hmm. And most of the public will think, you know what? If you can take violent people and make them more passive... And make them better people. Well, yeah, we should do that. You know, that sounds like a very far left thing uh, to me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's out in the public and it'll be mandatory for men to get estrogen jabs. Yeah. Pretty conspiratorial. But I will say also on their website, there was a link that says for progressives. I had to click it. <laughs> and this is awesome. <clears throat> I'm going to read it to you. It says, are you a progressive? Do you disagree with everything you've seen so far from the Liberty Block? Do you hate capitalism, gun rights, educational freedom, and those damn conservative bigots? Well, we have great news for you. We still love you and we wish you only happiness and success. Here's a link to the Huffington Post. We have only one request. Leave us alone and let us live our lives the way we want to. Woo! And we would be happy to leave you alone. Fair enough? What does this look like in practice? As states become more independent and eventually exit the failing union, the United States, please let us go our separate ways. We in New Hampshire do not want to be forced to live under the same laws as progressives in California. And we know that feeling is mutual. No hard feelings. We teamed up with progressives from Cal Exit to write a book that you are sure to love. It's called The Progressive Solution. How Conservatives Have Made America Hostile to Progressives. And what can be done about it. And you can easily find it on Amazon. Uh, then uh, it finishes up. Uh, the Liberty Block is happy to partner with our allies in the Progressive State Project of movement to help progressives find the most welcoming state to live in within the United States. Yeehaw, cowboy. There you go. They want segregation. Let's segregate them. Hey, there's plenty of room still in California. Plenty of There's a plenty of room all over. The, Oregon's got a ton of room
1: mm-hmm.
0: outside of Portland. Yeah, Washington State, lots of room. Though there are some pockets in Washington State and Oregon that would not take too kindly to a bunch of progressives coming in.
1: I think what we need to do is a fu- GoFundMe page. Not a gun fund me page. <laughs> but a GoFundMe go page. GoFundGun page. Yeah, yeah. To, to go ahead and buy some bus tickets. I'm, Not I'm plane tickets, though. No. Bus tickets. No. We'll, we'll ship you out there. Yeah,
0: but they better wear a mask. Well,
1: speaking of the Huffington Post. Yes. Love I've, them people. I've got a very serious issue to talk about. Uh-oh. Alleged pizza roll pooper apprehended after Oklahoma grocery store incident. Pizza Roll Pooper. You is heard that me. what you said. Pizza Roll Pooper. Now, what do you think that means? I have no idea. I'm not sure I want to know.
0: Well, no, th- yeah, I do. I do. I gotta hear it. To what give
1: you it? a hint, I said grocery store incident. Yeah. So this story is not about pooping out pizza rolls. Pooping so, in pizza rolls? Mm, could be.
0: <laughs> All right, and, what do you and got? So
1: this is what the article says. Okay. I, did not make, I did not make this up. Good it is Lord. not hyperbole. All right. This is what the article says. Shirley Wright Johnson had a crappy shopping experience on Wednesday. <laughs> Dash, literally. <laughs> okay. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. She said she was picking up some items at the grocery store in Moore, Oklahoma with her two daughters when she reached for a bag of frozen pizza rolls. She quickly discovered something else in her hand. Human excrement.
0: Well, shit.
1: I pick up the bag of pizza rolls and there's literally shit. Despite the stuff that you put in your body when Uh eating pizza rolls. Someone defecated inside the supermarket freezer onto a bag of Totina's Pizza Rolls, then covered the mess with another package of the treats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some shitty treats.
1: I grabbed the bag. That's what she said. (laughs) I felt something smushy on the bag. She said that too. So I turned it over and there it was. I was upset. I was disgusted. I feel like I was violated.
0: Violated. Another overuse. <laughs> 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 oh, sound effects are awesome. Yeah. So anyway, we need a sound. We need we we need something to break us into the what the hell yeah. segment.
1: There's no more to the story than that, but. uh. I do have another one. Yeah? One of our favorite person. Oh, boy. You should be ashamed of yourselves. I <laughs> butthurt. In school. It's a butthurt report. Swedish climate activist Greta Thornburg had some harsh words for leaders during a speech at Italy's Youth for Climate Summit this week.
0: I have harsh words for her parents. Yeah,
1: saying failed leadership had resulted in 30 years. She's not 30 years old. 30 years of empty words and promises that amounted to a generation of bitch right all. Oh, my God. The 18-year-old spoke. Wow, she's 18. Already. 18? Yeah. At the event Tuesday where it comes a few weeks before the United Nations holds its 2021 Climate Change Conference COP26 next month.
0: How much longer
1: until she becomes completely irrelevant? They invite cherry picked young people to meetings like this to pretend... Oh, I can't even listen to it. Her no. voice is so annoying. No, it is. <laughs> Those parents, man. Why
0: isn't she in school?
1: Exactly. Shouldn't she be on the school instead of grandstanding? Well, this was her tweet. Just reading it for informational purposes. Don't really want to, but here it is. We can no longer let the people in power decide what our hope is. I agree with that sentiment. Hope is not passive. Hope is not blah, blah, blah. Hope is telling the truth. Hope is taking action. Hope is not blah, blah, blah. Spoken that like a true 18-year-old no that you should listen to about climate Spoken change. Spoken like a true 18-year-old that didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. I then
0: think again, it, if she went to school, she may have learned some actual science.
1: I think I'm slightly annoyed at this point. So, yeah. I'm going to bring it on to a truly, truly serious topic. Okay. It's not about poop. No. It's not about kids who say blah, blah, blah. No. No. Fuel crisis stabilizing with stock levels trending up all parts of UK. All right.
0: All right, we got serious.
1: We're talking about canary in the coal mines. Yep. When you start seeing this stuff happen in other countries, mm-hmm. riots in the street of mm-hmm. Victoria, Australia. They
0: are the canary in the coal mine.
1: I mean, Google it, folks. All the media is being blocked for yep. this, but Google it. It's a, The information is out there. People are getting it out on cell
0: phones. Facebook and Instagram have blocked all live feeds from, uh, from that area.
1: Thousands and thousands and thousands of people protesting because of the lockdowns, needless lockdowns. One yeah. person gets COVID,
0: and this was the last thing. One mm-hmm.
1: person got COVID in Victoria.
0: Which is a very, very large state.
1: And they shut the whole state down
0: for a week Mm -hmm. you are not allowed to leave your house for seven days exactly except for one hour a day
1: okay now having set the stage when they start having these shortages in the uk Mm -hmm. bp british petroleum that's where they get most of their gas that Mm -hmm. and shell and they're having a gas shortage
0: where do you think this
1: is going to happen next
0: It's it's a lot of different things happening all over the world that are all culminating as one thing.
1: Yes. Control, folks. Yes. Control the resources, control the money, control the people.
0: And then make you feel comfortable living with much, much less.
1: Desperate people do desperate things. Yes. Desperate people will make decisions for comfort. Yes. They're going to try to control these people,
0: make them obey. That's what most of the climate change problem is, is people aren't going to be comfortable anymore.
1: Yeah. So we're going to keep an eye out and see where gas goes from here. Yeah. If it starts to go south over there, it's going to go south here. It usually takes about three or four months, but it's going to go south. Probably about summer vacation time.
0: Well, I think a lot of the problem with the, the UK and its fuel cri- crisis is the fact that they're having trouble importing goods from mainland Europe mm-hmm. um, due to a lack of truckers, due to all sorts of issues that are going on. And it's going to be blamed on the, bre- the uh, Brexit, Brexit mm-hmm. so that people are going to want to rejoin the European Union. And it it just evolves that way.
1: Well, hold on. You just said something really made my eye twitch there. Uh Oh. You said that they don't have enough people to drive the trucks, which use up all the gas. Mm. Where's all the gas?
0: And mainland uh, continental Europe.
1: Well, it's very strange. The
0: the UK is just it's a big island.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So everything has to be imported. Oh, yeah. Um, And so now trade is breaking down because of, in most cases, manufactured shortages, false shortages, which is coming about now with toilet paper because Costco said that their own brand, only their own brand, they're going to limit people on how much they can purchase. Yeah. Every other brand. Go for it. There's no shortage. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong, nothing whatsoever. But now going to stores is like it was last year. Mm -hmm. Last year, there was no toilet paper shortage. None. Other than the fact everybody would go every morning and buy all the toilet paper.
1: Easy problem to fix. Yeah. Get a toilet seat mounted bidet. Hey. hey. And you're not smearing that crap all over your behind. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so
0: that's it for my news. You got anything? Uh, last one. I, uh, I get invited to a lot of conferences, technical conferences and stuff. And this one, um, I got another invite the other day. And I'm not going to mention the company. Yeah, I'm not going to mention the company. But it's a technical company. It's uh, developers. And it's a company that handles dealing with developers. And that's all they do is work with developers. Well, they have this big conference coming up, their annual conference, and uh, their speaker lineup came out. Now, this is a conference about systems development, programming, systems development. Their audience is all developers. I see where we're going with this. Yeah. A little indoctrination. A little bit. Big news. Reserve your seat now because this, uh, you're going to get to hear from the star of, a, of the first Asian-led film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Simu Lu. What's that got to do with technology? Absolutely nothing. It says... Uh, well, what's he going to talk about? The, CO, the COO of that company, who also has an Asian name, and Simu will delve into topics such as how Asians have been depicted publicly in film, TV, and storytelling, and how that has shaped where and how Simu challenged racial stereotypes in Hollywood. We will get his perspective on the importance of selecting projects that work toward changing these perspectives and how being the first Asian superhero has affected himself and the Asian community.
1: Why the heck do people care what celebrities think about anything? Their job is to be someone else. Yes.
0: They don't have their own opinions. He is not a superhero. It actually says perspectives on being the first Asian superhero. He's not a superhero. He's he an is an actor. <laughs> actor. <laughs> and what does any of this have to do with computer systems development? Not a damn thing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, he's going to be joined by people like uh, Heather McGee, New York Times bestselling author. General Stan McChrystal, New York Times bestselling author, celebrity, celebrated military leader, and co-founder of the McChrystal Group. None of these people have anything to do that's topical for what the conference is supposed to be about, but it's woke.
1: So you sent your money in? You're registered, right?
0: No, <laughs> no, I didn't even. You know, I could have done it virtual or for free. Actually, no, it's all virtual. Mm-hmm. You can either It's free or two hundred dollars to get the backstage access, the
1: VIP access. Yeah. Was that? Uh, I'm
0: not. Even, I'm not even doing the the free one.
1: Is that a FaceTime?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get to actually ask questions in the keynotes. It just it, it blows my mind how. This stuff is infiltrating everything. Belong. It's
1: like a smoker. Yeah. You know? the, it just gets everywhere. Yeah. Everything
0: smells like smoke. Yeah. Everything smells like woke. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's all I got uh, for today. You good over there, Scott? No. All right. No, one more thing. Okay. okay. You know what time it is. <laughs> UFO report with Scott. Butler. Just so you know, I was dancing to that music.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you know, there's probably some people out there not even old enough to know where that came from. Oh Don't, tell them. Don't tell Don't no. tell them. Make them look nope. up. Nope. Part of a series of UFO reports. And right. this one is former manager of the DOD aerospace threat program. UFOs are real. What? Something extraordinary was revealed today. Former high level officials and scientists with deep black experience. <laughs> that doesn't sound that right. At racist? All. That doesn't sound right. No. At all. <laughs> Who have always remained in the shadows came forward on one platform. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> Uh, These deep black insiders have long-standing connections (laughs) to government agencies which have programs investigating unidentified aerial phenomena.
0: So you're saying they're... (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying they're uh, deep black insiders? Deep black insiders That's what it
1: says. Okay. The team includes a 25-year-old veteran of the CIA's... Directive of Operations, a Lockheed Martin Program Director, which actually I can believe that one, mm-hmm. for Advanced Systems at Skunk Works. I believe him. And a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense of Intelligence. Don't believe him at all. So the CIA guy and the former Secretary of Defense of for Intelligence, throw those guys out.
0: Today, you know, I, Martin, I know who uh, that, that Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence is. Who's that? Uh, Christopher, uh, I can't think of his last name now.
1: Well, obviously you don't know him. That no, well, do you? yeah, not well. But <laughs> today marked the official launch of To the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, the TTS slash AAS. Would have been better with the ASS, but anyway, <laughs> an innovative public benefit program corporation which will advance research into unexplained phenomena and develop related technology. That's important there. Develop related technology. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. It establishes three synergistic Uh divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. We believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionize the human experience. Well, where does this all come from? Says the company president and CEO.
0: Tom DeLonge. Yes. Nutcase. To the Stars Academy. Nutcase. Yeah, pretty much.
1: All right, I was all in until I saw Tom DeLonge's name. Now I'm done.
0: Well, he's been he's been pushing a lot of it because because of his celebrity status, he can open doors that a lot of people can't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That assistant secretary for defense uh, for intelligence. Um, his name was Christopher Mellon.
1: Christopher, Oh, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, Yeah, I've seen a lot of things with him, mm-hmm. uh, interviews and, and different. I, I, I think I trust him and um, the former 25-year veteran of the CIA, Luis Elizondo. Yep, Lou. Yeah. And uh, I, I think he's pretty trustworthy. Yeah. Even though he's former CIA.
1: Well, they talk about
0: him. Lou yep.
1: has resigned his position at the DOD and literally the day before we met. I was able to verify who he was and what his tests were at the pe- Pentagon. He received the highest commendations from his superiors. I was told that it was an important unclassified data and documentation are expected to be released through the academy's online community of interest, the COI, in collaboration with the U.S. government, which will be set up soon. Well, I, yeah, I hope they do it. Yeah. I hope they do it. I hope they succeed. I hope that something's out there. Uh, I hope we find out that there are aliens. But Tom DeLock. (laughs) I know. It only takes one bad apple to spoil the bunch.
0: It does, but, you know, sometimes you need a key to get through the door, and he's just the key. Hopefully that's all he is, and he gets pushed aside or stands aside or whatever. All right.
1: Well, that's it. And I think we've run out of time. So on that note, I'm signing off. So this is Scott Dunlop and my email is scott at techtools.net.
0: And I am Dean and my email is dean at techtools.net, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. And Dean has got a website up. Tell us more about it, please. Um, actually starting uh, on Monday. It will be live and able to accept donations, the whole nine yards. You'll also be able to find previous episodes and listen to the current episode um, at techtools.net.
1: And folks, if you got an extra five bucks or 10 bucks or 100 bucks.
0: If you find any value in what we provide you, figure out a dollar number and send it to us. Please don't. And send us a note. Let we us will, know who you are. We will read your notes on the air. Yes, if you want. Or we will make you we will let you remain anonymous if that's what you wish. Just let us know.
1: And please, nothing offensive.
0: <laughs> yes. We won't read those. We try to keep it somewhat family friendly. Yeah. As long as we're not talking about Bezos' rockets.
1: <laughs> All right, Dean. Well, thanks for being here this week. And All right, thanks, Scott. folks, for listening. And we're out of here. Stay safe, buddy. Stay safe. in your own mind.